We're supposed yes. to put in fireworks, so maybe I'll put in some waves. This Do some time. waves. Oh, now I gotta find a wave soundbite. Whatever is easier to find. You, a wave I love or, how you think. I'm giving you options. I love how you think I just wave a magic wand and these sound bites, these sound clips appear on the podcast. You know how long listen, it takes to do all this? Listen, this is magic. All right. Yeah, well, for all of our I'm listeners, that, I'm assuming they love it. I'm putting that on my resume then. Magic. I do think our listeners would love it. Okay, fine. I'll see what I can do. Do it for Barrier. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to A-Grade, the podcast where a college professor and a middle school teacher taste, review, and grade America's best coffee roasters, craft breweries, and more. We have new episodes every Monday at 7 a.m. And you can check out our bonus content if you head on over to patreon.com slash A-Grade podcast for behind the scenes pictures, videos, and a full report card score sheet of every place we've ever visited on the podcast. So hop on over to patreon.com slash A-Grade podcast if you would like more of that awesome bonus content, there should be a link for you in the description as well. My name is, of course, Joe, and I am joined, as always, of course, by... Hi, everybody. I'm Jackie. And I am very excited this week. Well, first of all, thank you if you are a returning listener for coming back. And if you are a first-time listener, maybe you're here because of the title of this week's episode, which, as I began saying, I am very excited about because... I had very high expectations, and I think you had very high expectations, and it depends from one episode to the next, but some episodes, and ideally most of them, I feel as if I have a lot to say about wherever we go, and sometimes that's a a good thing, sometimes it's a bad thing. I think in this case, well, I don't want to reveal too much, but again, there were very high expectations. Yes, and this week we went to Barrier Brewing Company in Oceanside, New York, so this is a brewery that both you and I have heard of. They are very popular with Long Island Beer Club, a account that we follow on Instagram, and even won some awards through them, just polls with people's favorite breweries. And it's one that we've been super excited to get to and have not quite made it out to Barrier yet because it is a little bit far from our house, but it worked out perfectly today. Yeah, we were actually on the way back from our last trip, which if you're a returning listener, you probably heard some of those episodes. But anyways, I want to focus on this brewery today more so than the journey, which was kind of nuts. So that we did a we visited actually a coffee roaster in the morning and on the way home from this out of city trip, we were like, hey, barriers on the way. It's been on our list. It's right off the highway. We got to check it out. Boy, am I glad that we did. Yeah, I would say that. So maybe just remind everybody of our grading rubric before we continue on to give our thoughts and assessments. Yes. So our first grading category is atmosphere and ambiance. From there, we are going to go into service. Then we will go into beer. And finally, we will go into food. Yep. And we'll tally up those grades and come up with our own overall letter grades. And then, I don't know, maybe argue about what we think our overall letter grade is for the podcast. We'll see. We haven't been lately, but who knows? Maybe we will today. <laughs> it's it's going to happen. If it doesn't today, it will at some it point. It will eventually. Because <laughs> it has in the past, and I see it continuing in the future. Yes. But anyways, do you mind if I start with atmosphere and ambiance? Because I have a few things to say because I have heard of this brewery and even been drinking some of their beers for quite some time. Absolutely. Get us started. Awesome. So Barrier Brewing. Is it Barrier Brewery or brewing company? I forget off the top of my head. I'm so bad at remembering. I will exact look names. it up so that I get it right. <laughs> yeah. And then when you're done with your atmosphere and ambiance thoughts, I will give us the official. Yeah. Well, they're known as they're known as barrier, essentially, in the craft beer world. And yeah, I've been drinking their beers or seeing their beers around. You can get cans of theirs. We live, I don't know, maybe an hour and a half away from where they are. 
you can get cans of their beers all throughout the area. They're pretty ubiquitous in the craft beer scene, especially their, I think it's their flagship IPA, the Money IPA. But yeah, I've seen other beers of their collaborations of beers of theirs that they've done with some other pretty big name breweries, I think like Innerborough, other half, which was even on tap there. So yeah, they've been around a long time. I, I know I've heard of them for going back as far as I can think with my involvement with craft beer. And I think you looked up and you saw that they were founded in like 2010. So they've been around for, for some time on the craft beer scene. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. I read a little bit about Barrier Brewing Company before we started the episode. And they were established in 2010 and have a little bit of an interesting story because when Hurricane Sandy hit here in New York, it hit the South Shore of Long Island really bad. And Barrier was what they said was severely damaged. And they had to rebuild with the help of the community, the help of other brewers. And they finally were able to reopen after months in February 2013. So they have quite a story and quite a history that's rooted in a lot of the culture and experience of different people on Long Island and a really community feel that came through, in my opinion, that he was even elevated by learning some of this information about their background on the website. Yeah, that's actually really interesting to hear because I think my sense of the atmosphere and ambiance and the vibe and the character of the brewery itself, I'm not surprised at hearing all of that, that they have this essentially very long history in terms of craft beer. I mean, obviously, there may be places that have been around even longer. But if you think about how many really great breweries are around, a lot of them have only been within the past five, six, seven, eight years. So yeah, they, they're definitely quite well established, especially I think in their community. And yeah, driving up, it's sort of kind of interesting. It, it was not what I expected driving up. I definitely had this kind of ocean theme, seaside vibe in my mind. And I think Oceanside, the town, whatever, where it is, if you keep going, it takes you down to Long Beach, which is pretty iconic in terms of New York, Long Island, waterfront areas. And the whole area definitely feels, I think I said driving by, it felt beachy to me. We couldn't even see the water, but something about it just, even in February or, or the wintertime, it screams beach to me. And the that air, the breeze. Yeah, it definitely it came through. like the beach, <laughs> definitely. And I say, again, driving up, it was a little different because it's kind of along these train tracks, I think. And it's not exactly where I expected. I, I sort of thought maybe it'd be like along a canal or something. I don't know where, how close it is to the water. I know it's very close, but maybe if you keep going down that street, you can actually see water. But in any event, it definitely felt still that sort of beach-like environment or vibe. Despite that, it was, it was kind of interesting. It was funny because when we pulled up, we weren't sure where to park because if you are from New York City or you've ever been to New York City, you know that the sign situation is out of control. There's like, I call it the declaration of sign dependence because <laughs> there's all sorts of signs and sub signs and signs contradicting signs and you have double negatives and triple negatives on where you can park, when you can park, how you can park, et cetera, et cetera, <laughs> exemplar, you know, all that jazz. Um, I don't know. Is this technically New York City or Nassau County? I think it's technically Nassau County. Nassau maybe? County. Yeah, but it's, it's right near actually jfk airport it's not far from there so yeah it's definitely near there anyways yeah it, it was i was a little worried with the parking situation but luckily we were there pretty much when they opened on a sunday and we got what looked like a spot which was funny because i came out later to the food truck and i saw along this stretch of road where i thought oh yeah i don't think you can park there what looked like a guy taking information with a 
big kind of tow rig thing. And I asked him, I said, oh, my God, am I okay to park here? And he's like, he just laughed. He's like, yeah, you're good, man. And I was like, that's funny how casually he's like, oh, yeah, I'm not here to ruin your day. Um, but we actually, when we went inside, when we walked inside, it was one of the first things I asked. I said, oh, is that okay to park? And I don't want to talk too much about that because I guess it does bleed into service. But they sort of assured me and explained like where else I could park if that spot hadn't been available, which was really nice because I sort of, again, if I had misparked, I could easily go in. I just want to say that now because uh, heaven forbid you go there and you park in the wrong spot and you get towed or you get a ticket even. It is not a great experience. So if you do go and you're not sure, definitely ask them. They, they, they will let you know uh, to make sure that you're not violating any constitutional parking <laughs> laws or amendments. Anyways, jumping into the actual brewery, it's really cool from the outside. It definitely looks kind of beachy themed, I think. I, I always have these senses, but I have them hard to picture in my mind. I feel like it was sort of, was the outside yellow? Yeah, the whole building, the front of the building yeah. is painted yellow. I think and that's why I thought beachy. Yeah. In blue, it says Barrier Brewing Company yeah. across the front of the building. So you have the yellows and the blues. It's an immediate yeah. beachy vibe. Yeah, very beachy for all of those reasons. And you go in and I got to say, I loved the layout of this place. We talk about this all the time, how it's not about having a huge tap room per se. We've been to places with huge tasting rooms and that's sometimes a detriment because it feels so impersonal. You just go up to this long bar, you order your beer, and then you have to step away because you're separated by one of those velvet rope lines or something. And that's great if there's other great things going on. I mean, there's a way to do that vibe and still in an engaging and fun way. But other times, yeah, you like the smaller vibe because you can sit at the bar. It's a little more intimate. But then you have the opposite problem because there's not enough seats because the layout is kind of awkward and they haven't optimized the seating. We've been talking about this more and more, I feel like, on different episodes, whether they're coffee roasters or craft breweries. But I thought that the layout was great because you walk in and the merch is right there and the cans of beer that you can buy to go, as well as the little cashier checkout area if that's what you're looking for. So you're immediately sort of ensconced in that, but you can see the bar right there sort of beyond that. And the tasting room is behind there on your right. The fermenter tanks and all the brewing process and equipment are behind these glass doors to the back of the that seating area. And on your left is the bar and the bathrooms sort of to the left of there. So the layout made so much sense to me. It, it felt like everything really fit very nicely, almost like a puzzle for the amount of space they had. It didn't feel like a large space, but it felt like they made it a large space. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. It was really open and airy. There was lots of light. I really liked the space as well. Yeah. And so I thought it was very comfortable. I thought, again, they had hooks for hanging stuff under yes. the bar. Which you, I, it's such a big thing. Yeah, it you makes always such love. A, a small thing that makes a big difference. Yeah. And even again, they had seats that you could or tables that you could sit at be uh, beyond the bar. But they also had, I think, along the wall, sort of a little counter where you could stand with beers, which, again, is a great way to optimize the space. Because otherwise, if you just have seats and the seats are full, what are you going to do? Where are you going to stand and put your beer? So I thought they did a fantastic job along those lines. But I don't know. Uh, I mean, there was so much else going on there, actually, in terms of atmosphere and ambiance and little touches. So I'm curious what really stood out to you because we could probably go on and on all episode just talking about some of these very little specific character nuances. But yeah, what really stood out to you along those lines? A couple of small touches was that the bar was super comfortable to sit at. When you sat at the bar, you had a really nice view of the 
topless and everything they had on top, which was painted on boards on the wall beautifully. The names of the beers were written in very vivid colors that looked like art or graffiti art, really. And it was beautiful. And on top of the tap list, there was all barrier items, shirts, bottles, cans, different things on shelves, this giant shelf, some books, and some other little touches in the corners. They had some cool stuff like a shelf full of records and oh, yeah, it the said, vinyls. Yeah. The vinyls. And yeah. above it, it said Vinyl Wednesday. And every Wednesday, you can bring your own vinyl. And I guess they play your vinyl if you bring it on Wednesdays. I'm not yeah. sure. But they seem to do a lot of events that leads me to that, which we really like in a brewery. And not getting too far into service, but they definitely told us about some of the events that were there. And it sounds awesome. They do trivia, yeah. they do live music. In the summer, there is an awesome looking outdoor area that goes all along the back by the food truck. And we immediately were like, yeah, let's go back in the summer because the atmosphere and ambiance and the vibe, all these little touches added to a really, really comfortable feel with a community type vibe. You could feel the energy in there that was really positive. Everyone seemed to really like working there. It was just a really positive experience in a beautiful space in a nice part of Long Island. Yeah. And again, I think I really liked all of these little touches, particularly with how they sort of alluded to this kind of Long Island beachy identity without kind of hitting you over the head with it. There was, for example, the the bar top was sort of this nice wood just bar. And then below where basically it was supporting the bar, it was kind of like sheet metal almost. Mm -hmm. Like you would think on like a, a waterfront just kind of building or something like that. So there were just these little touches of beachiness that kind of washed over you for lack of a better phrase. And then just other cool stuff. Like they had lights that were instead of kind of uh, what would you call those lampshades hanging from the ceiling? Right. They were giant blue hops. Yeah. Which again, blue more oceany versus green hops, just little touches like that, that, that worked so well for me and, and added so much to the character and, the atmosphere and ambiance of what was going on there and everything else you said with imagining in the summertime, the outdoor seating, the events that they said, I think they mentioned that they did karaoke in the actual brewing room by the yeah. fermenter tanks. That sounded awesome, like an awesome way to use that space that otherwise you normally wouldn't. So it seems like, again, there's definitely a really strong community vibe there as well. Yeah, I have a lot of good things to say about the atmosphere and ambiance, definitely. And we did yeah. stay for a while. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I really liked it. So do we move on to this week's rendition of Cue the Toilets? Yes. <laughs> bathroom Corner. I gave you a look, which was, I can't wait for you to talk about this bathroom. Yeah, so I got to say, I think the bathroom was perfectly timed, which is not something, is a normal phrase you hear because... What does that mean? Well, the first time I used the bathroom, I walked in and the light was shining through the window because there was that window sort of up on the wall and it was all bright and illuminated which was so cool and it finally was a bathroom we haven't been to a bathroom in so long like this where they had not just items on the wall like pictures and some really cool ones but they had ones about themselves and the brewery and events and different going ons and happenings that they are planning so it's like that in of itself is a good sign you're like oh they're switching out sort of these posters for upcoming events 
that is initially a sign that like, okay, so they're in the bathroom cleaning it and all that sort of stuff and taking <laughs> care of it. So that's good to see. But again, it adds to the character. We always say you have you have this space and why not use this space? And there's just so many unique little pictures and and as well, like little touches along those lines. I thought it was overall a really, really good bathroom experience for all of those reasons. Yeah. And, and you look like you have a pretty good video if you again go to patreon.com slash podcast, you can get the behind the scene video of some of those posters and pictures in the bathroom, which again, some of them are really neat. Yeah. So I actually, for the first time, took a video in the bathroom of all the awesome art and posters on the bathroom because it was a very simple room, a very bland room that they all of a sudden used to their advantage. So when you go in there, you can see all the awesome things that are going on at the brewery. And just, I don't want to give too much away because you should check it out on Patreon or the brewery itself. But my favorite one was there was on wood, a newspaper article yeah, that was so cool. That said, Prohibition ends at last, December 5th, 1933. And there's pictures of people cheersing behind a bar and drinking beer. And it just gave me, again, a really nice feel of community, even in the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, right? I, I agree. Utilizing that space and making you feel, ooh, I want to go back. They're doing all these events. Oh, yeah. Remember that there was a time where we could not drink beer in this country let's go out there and cheers and yeah. have fun. You know, yeah. it just some kind of, I, I like that nostalgic feel as well. It brings you into the community and I dug it from start to finish. Yeah. I mean, my, I, I, and I don't know if this is a critique because I don't know if there was another bathroom, but that would maybe be my only cr like criticism. If there is only one bathroom, I'm not sure. Were there other bathrooms? Not that I saw. No. Okay. I wasn't sure. I mean, maybe there were, so I don't even no. That's a good point when it got crowded and but, it is a single-use bathroom. But I don't know. And again, this was sort of what we brought up with Long Ireland when we went to Long Ireland Brewery where I was like, whoa, there's only one bathroom and it's a single-use bathroom. And they actually messaged us and they were like, no, no, we definitely have extra bathrooms in the summer outside for, for outside crowds. So I, I don't know how much that's so much of a consideration for those reasons. But Yeah, I'm not sure it impacted my experience that much, but I could see in the summer that maybe it would. But again, maybe if it's really crowded. But again, maybe they have extra uh, accessibility then. Yes. So, what do you, do you have any other thoughts in terms of atmosphere and ambiance? No, I think that was a great summary of it. Yeah. So I'm gonna go. Honestly, I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was really engaging. It was just really cool. It was a really cool place to hang out. Like I would want to go back with friends. I would want to just go and have a beer myself hang out there. I would want to go and check out these events. These are all things that we always talk about. We want in the atmosphere and ambiance of a brewery. So I'm going to go a overall. I thought it was outstanding. I'm going to go a as well. And this you always just... have to pick the same grade I do. What is that? <laughs> a as well. A also a in addition. Yeah. I cannot imagine giving less than an A. And I'm really excited that we're going to go right into service after this because I think the service does impact the atmosphere and ambiance. I, yep. I don't know if I've ever walked into a brewery and felt more welcome and comfortable. And <laughs> I mean, we have, but in some some really high echelon A-level breweries is when we felt this way. Yep. And the service bleeds into that. And I couldn't have been happier with the service as well. Yeah. So, so, so why don't we just roll right into service? Because I think I agree with 
thinking about my atmosphere and ambiance grade, I couldn't help but think about the service as well, because obviously that's part of the point. I mean, we talk about this when we, because I read the Randy Mosher Tasting Beer book and you're reading it now, and atmosphere counts, sort of environment counts, the vibe counts. And yeah, I absolutely felt the same way where I was like, okay, I can try to isolate the two, but I'm I'm not going to entirely forget it when I'm thinking about atmosphere and ambience, how the service also impacts that that feeling of comfort. So yeah, why don't you take us away with the service aspect of what's going on here? Absolutely. We talked to three different people, two beer tenders that were behind the bar, behind the bar, and then another person that works there, but seemed to just be hanging out. Oh, yeah. I think she was off shift. She was off shift. Yeah. She was just hanging out, um, drinking coffee and just chilling at the bar, Yeah, which was cool. And she immediately was excited to hear that we were there, not because they didn't know we were doing a podcast or anything. Well, the first really cool thing. How did she start the conversation? So the first really cool thing was we walked in and we weren't because I was actually a little confused at first because there was the cashier stand sort of when you walk in and I didn't know how big it was around the corner. So I was like, oh, wait, do we like get a seat or something? Because a lot of breweries, oh, they right. seat you. If it's a big, big place, they might seat you. And then I realized like, no, I don't think that's the vibe. And we walked up to the bar and we're like, oh. Can, can we, we sit here? Can we sit at, at the, the bar? bar? And they were, the employees were having conversation. They're like, oh, yeah, sit right here. And she was like, yeah, use these seats. Sit right by me. Like, no so big deal. So I thought that was, I thought that was yeah. super cool because, again, it was like there, there's so many uh, situations or just times that we've been in where like you feel isolated or other or just burdensome to the employees and staff but they were just like oh yeah like what's up come come hang out but i'm sorry you can continue from there right no i'm glad you brought that up because i couldn't remember how the conversation actually started but for the whole time that she was there we spoke to her we talked to her about our trip to philly we talked to her about our cross-country trip last year she told us about some of the beers on tap and what she recommended and liked And it was just such an engaging conversation. I felt super welcome there. Again, that community feel. It's cool to see employees hanging out at a brewery when they're not drinking. They're just hanging out. Yeah. It was a good vibe. And that extended to the other two beer tenders as well that were serving us. We had great conversation with them. They were knowledgeable about the beer. Oh, yeah. Big time. Big time. They got us set up with flights and were super excited that we wanted flights and to try different things. Yeah. And they were very knowledgeable too. We talked to both of them. Yeah. Yep. Both of the beer tenders. One, we talked about all different things. We were talking about curling yeah, and yeah. sweeping we, in the Olympics. We got deep into and the art of curling. Yeah. It felt just again, like talking with old friends or something yeah. like that. I never felt like a burden at the very end when we were leaving. The other beer tender said to us, definitely come back in the summer. We got, we have a Kolsch on tap. We do oh, all yeah. these cool things was, in the summer. You guys would love him it about here. His, his Kolsch beer. Yeah. yeah. And I just felt overwhelmingly welcome. None of these people were the owners or the brewers or anything like that. I don't, they were, think, so. I don't think so. I don't think so. But they felt as a part of the business as, as if they owned the place because they were knowledgeable. They were welcoming. They were friendly. They went above and beyond. They gave us drinks when we needed it, napkins when we needed it. They cleaned up our stuff when we needed it. It was just a really, really great service experience. I think you can tell where my grade is going just from my level of enthusiasm in my voice. <laughs> yeah. And again, I think this is something else that we were actually ironically talking about in the car on the way there, how 
New York's or not just New York City, but New Yorkers in general get this reputation, I think, around the country, maybe even around the world as maybe passionate people, but certainly sometimes as gruff or kind of like, yeah, what, what do you want? What are you going to do about it? You know, but I, I think that's really a misnomer in many ways. I, I think, yes, maybe that is true to some extent in some situations as a general rule. But the more and more places we go to, honestly, you have good experiences in some places where you don't ex- expect to have good experiences. You have bad experiences in places where you don't expect to have bad experiences. All around the country, we've been surprised often by some of the places we go to and when and where we're blown away from these types of experiences, especially with service, just because you're not expecting it for whatever reason, because it does just kind of, again, blow you away for lack of a better term. And I agree. It's so funny going to some places and we're like, yeah, the service was fine. It was satisfactory. It's a C grade because it wasn't bad. They weren't rude. They weren't mean, but they just took my order, asked what I wanted, and that was it. And we were done. And this was finally, for the first time in a long time, what we always talk about when we're describing why at a brewery, especially, we might give a C for satisfactory for service experience when we're looking for more of that A grade sort of expectation of that further engagement. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it's everything, yeah. We don't get that experience, that A grade experience with service a lot. And sometimes there's a long time in between and I'm like, does it exist? Did we make this up? Are, Are we being too harsh? And then you walk into a brewery and you have an experience like we had today and we're like, no, it's just rare. And it it's the reason that we sort of do this podcast. Yeah. One of the reasons yeah. is because when you do get it, it just elevates everything above and beyond. And I think what impresses me the most, honestly, is the fact because of what you said, how I think one employee was more engaging than the, the next. Like, I feel as if we could go there any day because we say that sometimes like, OK, the service was average, but maybe if you go next week there could, and this is very much true, there could be somebody else on shift who does have that more sort of engaging higher echelon vibe that we look for. But I felt as if, oh, if any of these people were just working or they were working with somebody else, this would have been fantastic still then. So that's all the more impressive to me for those reasons. But I think. You went first, so you should give your letter grade first. Yes. Last thing I'm going to say to follow up on what you just said is that I think the key to keeping a really successful and growing business still feeling like a community is who you hire <laughs> and your oh, yeah. employees. And well, we, I think, right. When we interviewed Rob from Uber Geek, yes. we talked a lot about this yes. and how important that is. And he was like, yep, 100%. <laughs> yes. And this service had definite Uber Geek vibes. And you know how we feel about Uber Geek. It's one of our favorite breweries and our best experience. Oh, so before I forget, just yes. briefly, what I was going to tell you, I said at yes. the brewery, <laughs> I didn't want to spoil it, but remind me to tell you something about Uber Geek. And what it was, was that Barrier feels like because we loved Uber Geek, but it's very new. They just celebrated their first year anniversary. And I said, Barrier felt to me like what Uber Geek will be like in another five years. Hell yeah. As they to continue the, to add, to which the they point are doing. Where they did the open, here at Barrier, they do the open mic night and the karaoke in that back room. Uber Geek, Rob from Uber Geek, is doing the nerd talks, the geek talks in their back, in the there room. You have it. Utilizing yeah. the space. There you have it. Going above and beyond, creating that community feel, having the events, getting people involved, even if they're new to the brewery and are not your regulars, it makes such a difference. And it goes without saying, you already know, everybody listening out there, that I'm going to give service an A. 
Yeah, so I'm going to have to go I'm going to have to go D minus F. I'm writing it down. For service. I'm writing it down. No, Be no. careful. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to also go A for service. You know, you really yeah. got to find that firework. Oh, the firework. Especially uh, the for firework for barrier. So the, or maybe a wave. The good, maybe you could do a wave the for good, barrier. The good news is I will be editing because the last few episodes, honestly, I've just been too lazy to put in fireworks <gasps> for when we get A grades. Okay, all of our but... Patreon subscribers, get on Joe. Everybody email Joe, message Joe to put the fireworks right, in. For this, I'll put in fireworks. Fireworks or waves for barrier. Yeah, because when we whatever give A you, grades, whatever you want. we're supposed yeah. to put in fireworks. So maybe I'll put in some waves. Do some waves. Oh, now I got to find a wave soundbite. Whatever is easier to find. You, a wave I love or, how you think. I'm giving you options. I love how you think I just wave a magic wand and these sound bites, these sound clips appear on the podcast. You know how long it listen, takes to do all this? Listen, this is magic. All right. Yeah, well, for all of our I'm listeners, that, I'm assuming they love it. I'm putting that on my resume then. Magic. I do think our listeners would love it. Okay, fine. I'll see what I can do. Do it for barrier. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> uh, so that leads us to the all-important category of beer, which I guess I'll start with. You go first. So I, I really, 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 really like the beer here. I thought there was a really good lineup. I thought, in particular, there was a really good winter lineup, which was great to see. And talking to the beer tender he mentioned because i heard him talking to another customer about kolsch's and i was like oh my god i love kolsch's and you can't find them around here or at least they're very rare but we've seen them throughout the country and it's a fantastic crisp delicious style beer and he said i asked him and he said yeah we, we do it in the summer it's a fruited kolsch of some sort and he's like yeah so we'll definitely have it back so it sounds like they really do a good job cycling through season by season and doing in addition to their regular stuff like their flagships which i think is the money ipa which was really good on draft that was the one i had had before and i thought it was even better on draft but they they do cycle through with some of these seasonal ones now i thought and it is a bit of an ipa heavy brewery probably i don't know maybe half their beers on tap are ipas and i thought there were some really great ones there was one that was a milkshake ipa that i thought was fantastic the money I thought was great. Uh, the money double dry hopped I thought was still really good, but it was a little hoppy for me maybe. But a lot of the others were I really really liked. I really actually liked the Goza, which I think you thought was a little sour. But... It was uh, yeah. I just wasn't in the mood for sour at that moment. <laughs> I think that's all it was. Yeah, I thought it was really good, but it was made really well. And the well. two stouts I thought were great. The stouts were great. Yeah, the stouts were great. So the only thing I like those low alcohol content stouts. Yeah, and they Very also drinkable. Stout. They also had a a lager that, that was my favorite. That was great too because it was lighter. It was crisp. And so many places we've been to over time have said, oh, our lager's great. It's like our take on a Coors Light. And I think I was joking with one of the beer tenders. And I was like, uh, you know, that's maybe a good place to start, but make sure it doesn't taste too much like Coors Light, yeah. right? And It was my favorite, the lager. I thought it was great because yeah. it, it did have enough of a body to it that it, you really tasted the full character of the beer, but it wasn't too heavy still for a lager. What was the darker ale that we had that was really good? It was the, the second one. Ale. It was the second one on my sheet. It it tasted a very winter type beer. Oh, there was a winter. That was really good. That was too. really good. Yeah, it was a winter some cryo max. Yes. The cryo max yeah. winter ale or something yeah. like that. That was really good too. So I think the only, maybe the only thing I would want more from my beer experience would be some more kind of interesting experimental things with the IPAs potentially. Again, overall they were great, but I think to like what is my staple for 
IPAs. And I, I do think like other half, I kind of wish I had tried. I don't think I tried their other half collab. They actually had another half collab. So I can't even say that like I would have wanted more because that probably would have been outstanding too. So I'm kind of like, think. well, what do you, do you have other thoughts about the beer right now? Yeah, a couple things. Number one, they offer flights, which I always appreciate. Thank goodness. And the other thing that I would have liked to see was more options other than IPAs. Definitely. I always like when yeah. there's a big spread. Now that just not that might not be what they do at Barrier. Maybe in the summer they have a little more options or maybe I should just be grateful that they have a lager and that the lager is really good. But I would have liked to see more variety other than IPAs, but everything that I had, I really enjoyed. I really liked. It was really well-made beers. I see why they're so popular and why the beers come so highly regarded. Yeah. I think that what's interesting to me is the fact that if we go, if and when we go back there in the spring or summer, oh great, there's going to be a Kolsch on tap, which if we went in the summer, I feel like it's an easy grade for me because that's what I want. (laughs) And I think that that's my preference. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't mean that the beer is bad by any means or anything like that. It's just my preference is that sometimes the IPAs are too much for me. And that doesn't that's not a knock on the beer at all. Okay, so do you have any other thoughts or are you ready for letter grades? I'm ready for my letter grade. Okay, I think overall for beer, I'm going to go and I have to just ask like what my instinct tells me. Because I kind of am torn between, honestly, a few grades. I think it's definitely very, very far up there in terms of... uh, And I'm thinking now to other beer experiences I've had where I've been blown away with the beers. And I think this was definitely up there. This was definitely some of the better beers I've had with some individual ones. But again, I I do think I probably would want to go back and try some more of the IPAs, maybe. Uh, There just were a lot of them. (laughs) And... Again, the ones I I did like, I really liked. Um, so I'm going to go A- minus overall for beer. I felt like overall, it's a fantastic selection. And I think going back in the summer, I might even go higher with my grade for those reasons. Again, I understand why they don't offer a Kolsch maybe in the winter because it's maybe not a prime winter season beer. That makes perfect sense. So I really appreciate the seasonality. But from my perspective... I think you're going to do fine there if you go and no matter what your taste is, if you do want to default to just something a little lighter, there is a lager there for you, which you can have. Again, maybe a couple more options along those lines might be nice for people like you who don't want some of that further heavier stuff. But there's still that selection with a a great Goza, a a great um, some great stout options. So overall, I thought it was a really fantastic selection. Yeah, I agree. And I still was able to find a beer that I would get if I went back right? The so, lager. So what are you thinking? I'm going to go B plus. I loved the beer. I thought it was beer B plus, plus higher B, than beer. B plus for barrier. Yeah, I loved it. Okay, I thought it was enough. great. And that leads us to food, food category. So you want to start with that? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Listen, I was so impressed with the food in Philly that I was like, there's no way that I'm going to get a great food experience here too. It just can't happen. I've had so much good food over the last weekend. And then guess what happened? I food had was pretty good. the most baller food. We got yeah, sliders, a pretzel, a giant pretzel that actually was a giant pretzel. I think it was listed on the menu as a giant Bavarian pretzel. Yes, and it actually was. Yeah. And then we got french fries. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. I thought everything was better than the next. Yeah, it was all really I good. I really loved my burger. The burger had pretzel buns on it. Oh, yeah. The slider the, pretzel buns. The, the meat that was, was great. so good. You got it with provolone, which was a great Great call. choice. Great choice. It, it was a nice small burger, so it wasn't too heavy for it was us. perfect for a brewery. It, like, I don't want to have a giant burger when I'm trying right. to crush flights. The Personally. French, right. The French fries were super crispy on the outside and yeah, soft in the inside. Yeah. They were delicious. My type of French fry. Those yeah, they were, were good. Yeah. And the pretzel was... The pretzel was really good. Unbelievable and really very good. unique. It tasted very... I, I think I described it as it almost had like a toast taste yes. to it or something. It was very unique. And they had but it was really delicious. good cheese to dip into. I loved it. It was from a food truck. They said the food truck is there for pretty much the whole winter, like five days a week and it's right outside so it's super easy to order and the food truck brings the food in the brewery to you which you don't always see with food trucks Mm. i thought that was awesome i yeah that was cool loved my food experience what are your thoughts yeah pretty much everything the one critique i think i would make and again i i hate saying that as a critique because it's overall outstanding like it's great I, i had a great food experience um, I don't think there was really like any like much lighter in terms of like like they had like wings and other kind of heavier things. So maybe some of it's a little heavy. Like I don't think there was a salad option. Right? Or maybe like there that. should be a salad option. I don't know, but like that maybe. might might be nice. Like I, maybe uh, to sort of cut some of this awesome other delicious stuff. But uh, that's a good problem to have, I suppose. Um, so I think I know my food grade overall. I think I know mine as well. So, uh, well, you start. Listen, I know they should have a salad, but I don't know how I can't not give it an A. I wow. thought it was A-grade food. I wow. loved it. I ate every last bite. Some of the fries were stuck together. Yeah, they were good. They were yeah. so good. The pretzel was delicious. I think anything we would have ordered on that menu would have been amazing. It was really good, yeah. I, I know. Listen, I love a salad on a menu, and I like a light a lighter option. But what I had was A grade, and that's coming off a trip to Philly where we had insane food, and I still loved it. So I'm going to go A. I'm still the fact that I was still full from Philly and I ate everything here is testament to how good it was. Right. I'm going to go A minus, but again, I mean, we're squabbling over A's and A minuses. There are places we go to where it's like, how do we give the food a D minus and not an F? (laughs) So take that for what it's worth. I mean, and we've had some really subpar pretzels. In oh, the last forget about it. little while. Yeah, forget about it. And this actually hit the mark for me. It was yeah, this, a delicious this was great. pretzel. Yeah. So what's our tally for, for this this place right now? This is quite an impressive tally today. Yeah. So we have atmosphere and ambiance. We both gave an A. Wow. Service. We both gave an A. Wow. Beer. You gave an A minus. I gave a B plus. Food. You gave an A minus. I gave an A. Okay. I know my overall overall grade. Yeah, I think I do too. You're looking at Is me. Is this the very first time? Let's you, do it. You're looking Let's at me. I'm so excited. You're looking at Let's me. Let's do it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready. Are you know. ready? All right. Three, two, one. Let's do it. All right. And don't wait. For this time, you have to do it I for can't, real. I can't you lie. You can't say beef, F beef, or, or beef or barrier and say, beef sliders. You can't do it. You have okay. to do it for real. Okay? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. I'm holding you to it. All right. I'll do it. I'll do it. Three, Three, two, one, A. Okay. Right. I might have to cue actual You fireworks. might have to find the fireworks this right is, now. This is historic, folks. This is the historic. first. Historic. 
A for a brewery we've given on a great podcast so far. We've given A minuses. We've given B pluses to a lot of great places. We've never yet given an A for a brewery. We've given it to a couple coffee roasters, but never a brewery. So that's the first our first brewery A. Brewery A for Barrier Brewing from A Grade Podcast. It took wow. about forty episodes. Yeah, it took a long time. Barrier is I'm glad. freaking awesome. Well, you know, it's funny because. We started to get a little concerned at a certain point because the reason why... So backing up, we obviously... Beep, beep, beep. Back up. <laughs> we have been to many other breweries before we started the podcast. And we kept saying that, well, all of these really great breweries we're going to so far on the podcast, they're like B plus, A minus, which is still great. That's still a great grade. But again, maybe in some of these categories, they're not quite rising to these higher levels that than another brewery does and we keep thinking back to last summer when we did our cross-country road trip and we mentioned it a lot on the podcast whistlepunk brewing or brewery in spokane washington which it was right before we got back and started the podcast and we were like okay when we do start that's our standard for an a-grade brewery in terms of all of those categories atmosphere and ambiance service beer food like it was pretty much kind of mirrored to what we experienced here i feel like so it's almost like validation to come here and say oh it does actually exist it, it, you can do this and in fact i i'm very hopeful that we continue to find this moving on for these reasons and i'm kind of glad that we haven't given a brewery an a yet because it does really help show how much barrier stands out yeah and it's interesting to think too like we said i think when we and we talk about uber geek all the time uber geek brewing in riverhead and how much we love it and i think that we gave an overall a minus because we said it's doing all of these great things but we definitely see it continue developing and that's something we've talked to the owner he's like yeah I, he was very happy with our review and he's like because this is exactly what i'm planning on doing and like we say comparing it to a place like barrier that has been established longer that all adds up that all makes sense then yeah absolutely and I would highly recommend if you live anywhere within any distance. Yeah, well, <laughs> really, if you live in New York to, City to or you live on Long Island or you live in the surrounding area of Jersey or upstate or wherever hey, else. Hey, if you're on your way to JFK yeah. and you're going to travel somewhere, <laughs> yeah. stop at Barrier. If you have a long layover. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a long layover, leave the airport. <laughs> Listen, the other thing about Barrier, too, is that a lot of people have probably heard of Barrier that listen to this podcast. And what I really want to take away from it is the fact that it did live up to all of our really high expectations. Oh, yeah. I think it exceeded my expectations. I, I was honestly expecting like a B-grade brewery for Barrier. So I was kind of, again, just because I hadn't really, I had heard about it and I had tried some of their beers and I was like, yeah, they're pretty good. But you just never know, like I say, until you actually go there. And I think, again, it exceeded... Uh, a lot of what I expected. So awesome time. I'm so glad we decided to go there. Yay, Barrier. Yeah, thank you, Barrier. We can't wait to come back. Hopefully, if you'll have us, which we always say too, we're like, hey, look, we want to give A's and B's because, we, you know, if we give a place a C or a D or an F, it, the lower it gets, the harder it is to be like, 
reaching out to them on social media and be like, hey, we graded your place. We think you're a D minus. So it's like when a place is an A, we're happy to keep tagging them and being like, oh, yeah, uh, we love your place. We're trying to like get more people to to go there because it's awesome. Right. If you think about our favorite breweries that we've gone to on the podcast so far, like Uber Geek, Pope, po boy they came to my mind right away we've developed these awesome friendships with the owners where every time we have gone back and we bring people there and we want to go back and i'm definitely adding barrier to the list of places that we return to oh yeah and definitely. bring friends yeah and hopefully talk and become friends with the different people that work there and the brewers yeah it's a really cool vibe definitely check it out hit them up and uh i don't think you'll be disappointed not at all yeah so watch out for the sharks well, yeah, definitely dun, avoid dun, those. Dun, dun. <laughs> See, now I'm scared. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that's everything this week. What a great kickoff for our coming home from Philly, yep. returning to New York. This has been quite a great experience. Yeah. So thank you for joining us. Thank you. If you, again, are a returning listener coming back for this mania, if you're a first time listener, I hope we entertained you and I hope you got a good recommendation out of it because yeah. it's definitely being recommended last thing i think that you could go to barrier for many different reasons whether it's with friends on a first date on a third date uh, <laughs> you could go, go as a couple go, go get with your married parents, there yeah get married there i i would go as far to say that you could go there bring your computer chill and hang out when we were leaving yeah. there were people there that brought in their own snacks and games so they seem open to that yeah, it seemed really chill it's a place yeah. again that you can i would recommend in all different capacities yeah definitely so hit it up and uh hit us up Check yeah. us out on, again, patreon.com slash podcast for bonus content. Again, there's videos of the bathroom. I did take videos of all the awesome stuff yeah. in the bathroom. Or hit us up on Instagram, too. Just search for A-Grade Podcast and let us know what you think. If you agree, disagree, if you have other recommendations, we are all ears and beers, as I now always say I decided. <laughs> what a great saying. <laughs> <laughs> And I think on that note, the look on your face when you said that, you're like, realized, "Oh, that's great! I'm that's gold, that. baby." <laughs> Write I, that one down. I Write that on, one down. <laughs> I think on that note, uh, we will hopefully see you next time. So, yes, yeah. Thanks again for joining us, and until then, stay safe out there, be well, drink well, and hope to see you then. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>